watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me. And um, I want to talk about a principle in the scriptures that perhaps many of us uh, don't look at or understand. Uh, something that just began to come to me in prayer. And uh, I think all of us, especially that are in ministry or pastor, I know that I for years uh, struggled with this. Why is it there are churches that really don't put a great demand on the presence of the Lord, uh, don't really preach against sin? Uh, there's just not a real heavy anointing there. Why is it those churches can grow so large and have so many people come to them and prosper? And I, and I thought about this, and I think this is the reason why, is because those churches don't require a person to die to self. And anybody who doesn't want to have a crucified life is going to look for a place that doesn't require the old man to die, but allows the old man to be re rehabilitated. So I want to go uh, back to the scriptures and just begin to talk about some things. Uh, because God, uh, we as humans, we have this tendency to look at things and think, well, if that's good, then God accepts it. But even in the Old Testament, the Lord said, um, I, I don't accept your offerings because there's sin in your life. And so there's a scripture that says that man looks at the outward appearance or the results, but God looks on the heart. And the reason that God looks on the heart is because the scripture declares that, that the issues of life or life flows out of the heart. So... We generally look at the outward appearance or the end result of something, but God doesn't. God looks at the source. And if the source isn't clean, and if the source isn't pure, then God doesn't accept what comes out of it. Uh, Jesus told Nicodemus, he said, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. And in that same setting, he told Nicodemus, he said, you must be born again or you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And yet in this day and age that we live in, the church has gotten to a place to where we don't require people to die anymore in the spirit realm. We just want to rehabilitate them. And I know this for a fact the old man is willing to do anything to stay alive. And that means even doing good things or things that look spiritual because he doesn't want to die. And so um, let's, uh, let's go all the way back to the book of Genesis. In that garden, there was Adam and Eve, and then there were two trees. The one is called the tree of life. The other tree is called the knowledge of good and evil, and it bore fruit. Now, we know this, that God is always after fruit. 
There's the fruit of the Spirit, the nine gifts that come from the Holy Ghost. But the Bible says that those whom the Lord loves, he prunes that they would bear much fruit. And so God wants our lives to bear fruit. But when you think about this, the scripture says that this tree not only had the knowledge of evil, but it had the knowledge of good and it bore fruit. But the Lord said, you cannot eat of this tree. Just because something looks spiritual or just because something looks like it's good fruit doesn't mean it is. God wants to know which tree did it come off of. And when you go to the book of Revelations in the last days and, uh, we, and the enemy has been destroyed and, and the enemy's in the lake of fire and we're in heaven, the Bible says that there will be a river and there will be the tree of life. And so anything that comes out of an unregenerated life, I don't care how good it is, it's not eternal. You remember the story of uh, the rich young ruler? He comes to the Lord and, and uh, he, you know, he obviously likes Jesus. He likes his teachings. He wants his approval. And he comes to the Lord. He said, Master, he said, uh, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, I think this fellow already thought that the Lord's going to be so impressed with me. He'll just compliment me and say, man, you're doing everything you need to do. And the Lord said, well, you know, you need to keep the commandments. You know, you don't, you can't kill, can't steal. You know, you got to love the Lord with all your heart. Don't commit adultery. And the, and the young man said, well, I've been doing all that since my youth. I've kept all those things. So I'm all right. Then the Lord looked at him. He said, but you lack something. He said, you need to sell all that you have and give it to the poor and follow me. And the Bible says that the, this rich young ruler walked away sorrowful. Why? Because what he was doing was out of the old man. And see, his trust was in his money. This is why the Bible says it's very difficult for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. It doesn't mean it's impossible, but he says it's, it's harder for rich people to enter in than people that don't have a lot of money. And the reason being is because their money is what they trust in. That's their fulfillment. That's the security of their future. They're not looking to God for help. Money is their help. And the Lord told that young man, he said, you need to die to self because, see, the carnal man is enmity against God. The old man will never trust in the Lord. And this is what the Lord was telling this guy. He said, you're lacking because you don't have the ability to trust me for your future. He said, you need to give all that you have away. What was that representative? It was representative of the old man. He said, your old man needs to die. And he said, you'll follow me. And I truly believe that if this fellow would have done this, God would have probably blessed him in his life and he might have still regained his riches or, or God would give him back because the Lord is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. 
And so, um, flesh will do spiritual things. The old man is willing to do spiritual things. And this is what we're seeing in the church today. Uh, in the Old Testament, the Lord said this. He said, you will not put anointing on flesh. And there was a penalty of death for it. And yet in the hour that we live in, see, we're trying to have anointing on the unregenerated man. And so we have all of these leaders and all of these people, all of these worship leaders that have talents and gifts, but they're not coming out of the spirit man. They're coming out of the old man. And you can't put anointing on flesh. And this is why a lot of times you'll hear somebody, they say the right thing or they're doing the right thing, but it doesn't stir your spirit. Why? Because the source of it is not from the spirit man, it's from the old man. And that's what, that's what got Adam, is Adam chose to eat a, a fruit that was going to produce death. So uh, I want to go back to the book of Romans because this is a powerful chapter. Um, and I think that, that maybe it will help us. This is the seventh chapter of Romans in verse two. It says, for the woman. Now, in fact, let's read this. For the woman which hath a husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he lives. But if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband means that she has the right then to marry again. So verse three, so then if while her husband lives, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she's free from that law that she's no longer an adulteress, though she be married to another man. Now, if someone is never died, lived a crucified life, their own man has never been crucified, and they've never been born again, if that individual publicly confesses Christ, or by what they're declaring that they are marrying Christ, if the old man has not died, then they're in adultery. You can't be married to Christ and still be married to the old man or to sin. And this is where we are in the church today. We have a whole lot of people who don't want to pay the price. Jesus said this, he said, if any man wants to be my disciple, he has to take up his cross deny himself and then follow me. He's speaking that the old man has to be crucified. This is where we stub our toe a lot of times. We think that because somebody does spiritual things, then it has to be good. Anything that comes out of a life that's never been born again, I don't care how spiritual it looks, it does not produce eternal fruit. You got to remember this tree in the garden produced fruit. And the Bible said it didn't just have evil and it had good. 
And the Lord said, but you can't eat of that because it's not the tree of life. And so this is why you really need to have discernment in your life because right now we're having a lot of people that are being deceived by men in this hour who come in the name of Christ, but they're still married to the old man. And when you never die to self, but you want to say, I live for Christ, then the Lord says you're an adulterer. And if you go back to the word, the Bible says, those that will be cast in the lake of fire, he gives a list of things. And one of them, he says, adulterers. And so you can't come to Jesus and say, Lord, you're my savior, you're the husband of my life, but you're not willing to die to self. Self will always produce fruit that will eventually produce death. And so in the time that we're in, um, it is so important that we get a revelation that you cannot rehabilitate your old nature. It will surface on you at the most inopportune time and the church today is in a mess is because we have too much spiritual adultery in the house of God and in the pulpit because we got too many men and women that never died to self and yet they want to marry Christ. And the Lord said, no, he said, you're still married. I can't be with you. But he said, if you die, Remember, the woman here is a type of the church. It's a type of the believer. And he said, what's happening here? He said, the husband's not going to die. He said, the woman's going to die. Oh, and then if we go to the scripture that says, for I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the scripture also says, so if we are buried with him in baptism, then we're also resurrected with him in the power of his resurrection or in the newness of life. So when you come to Christ, the devil doesn't die, you die. But then you are resurrected. The one that died was married to sin. But the one that's resurrected, hallelujah, is a woman that's never been married before in the scriptures. So she has the God-given right to marry Christ. When Christ and you marry, because through repentance now, you're buried, the old nature, and through belief in your heart, you're resurrected as a new crea creation in Christ Jesus. It's like it's a virgin approaching Christ. And this is why the Lord said in one place, he said, there will be a day when people will stand before me and say, Lord, did we not cast out devils? Did we not do miracles in your name? Did we not heal the sick? What is that? That's, that looks spiritual. And you know what the Lord will say? Depart from me. I never knew you. This word new is a relationship word. It's, it's the same, it has the same connotation as when Abraham knew Sarah and she became pregnant with child. The Lord is saying, you and I never came together in the spirit and produced fruit, eternal fruit. 
And he said, you did all this stuff, but he said, it came out of an unclean source. It came out of an unregenerated, unregenerated nature. And so for you and I to be powerful in the Lord, if we're gonna change the world, if the church is gonna change the world, we can't be married to the old man and then profess Christ as our husband because the Lord said, all I see is adultery. And so the Lord is saying in this hour that you have to die to sin. This is why Paul said, I only preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. I wanna encourage you that anything in your life that is of the old nature, you're gonna to have to put it on the altar. You're gonna to have to give it to Jesus. And when you die to self, you die to the old desires, the Lord resurrects you. And it's like you've never been married before and the Lord betrothes himself to you. And then you bear fruit that's eternal. I hope this has encouraged you today uh, I pray that uh, maybe God reveals some things to you. I love you. I'll see you next week. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.